Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy. ये न थी हमारी किस्मत के विशाल यार होता अगर और जीते रहते यही इंतजार होता ये न थी हमारी किस्मत First of all, Hello. welcome to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me, Me Boys podcast. My name is Amir, as you've already heard in the intro. But have you heard me like this before? No, you haven't. Because you are what? Sick. <laughs> you are what? I have like the Sickening. <laughs> Come on, flu, let's get sickening. <laughs> no, I, um, I have a really, really bad cold. And Amir, moment. you don't really get ill. No, no, I don't. I haven't had a cold in a good couple of years now. Mm, you're more aches and pains kind of guy, aren't you? I'm more constant moaning, self-inflicted pain. Very that. Um, yeah, welcome to the Halloween spooktacular. We do this every year. And, you know, Armour usually loves this, but he's very ill. And I'm going to be honest with you all, since we love you all. Yes. How much do we love everyone? This much. A lot. This is going to be a really short episode. You know, um, Amr is not feeling too great. I've got a bit of a cough and we're about to go on holiday tomorrow. So when you listen to this, you know, we'll be off. Hey, when are they listening to this episode? On Sunday. No, but this is supposed to be the Halloween special. Yeah, but it's out this week. Oh, shouldn't shouldn't we have released it near the uh, Halloween time? No, we always try to get there in just in before Halloween. Oh my God, it's the 21st already. Everyone's proper pushes on Halloween, don't they? This is true, this is true, this is true. And it's going to be spooky, ooky, ooky. So shall we tell people where we're going? Yeah, well, you can tell. You can say anything you want now. So we are veering off to... Oh, no, we should we should record it like it's supposed to be. Like, hi, guys, today's a gorgeous Sunday, and we're not in Manchester. Oh, yeah. Go we're on. in Malta. Right, do it. And the beach is beachy, and the waves are very sea-like. And uh, we're the just clouds really, are cloudy. We're the just, sky's yeah, high. yeah, and the earth is very earthy, and we're just grateful. Yeah, and we're wishing everyone a very happy Halloween. Um, yes. It is a spooky season, as spooky as the UK baddie. <laughs> Jesse Nelson's actually white. Girl, that is a whole ass um, mess. So we're gonna during this episode. I'm gonna say things which are spooky so just watch out for them oh yeah and if you if you've been with us from a lot for a long time and you listen to the previous halloween spooktaculars you know you have a david attenborough comes in sometimes and spookiness happens and we've spoke about gins before uh, and things such as that but i want to go down a bit of a different route today babe yes i do want to talk about maybe um, irrational and rational fears yes so 
Could you give me one of your irrational fears, please, that we can pick apart and make you feel like shite? I don't really get scared. Oh, what? What about shit in the bed? Okay, that <laughs> that <laughs> that is a real issue. So you My, think that's rational? I don't think it's irrational. Hmm. It's very rational. So tell tell us about it, babe. Given you know, anyway, um. I have this, I used to sleep naked all the time and I love sleeping naked. But ever since we've been together, I've not been able to sleep naked very often. And every time I sleep naked, I wake up and I think that I've shut the bed. <laughs> In my head, my underwear protects me from doing that. Is it because you're worried that I'm there? Maybe. Yeah, it's like some sort of performance anxiety. Where, whereby sleep performance anxiety over sleep well sleep is a performance like I need to look angelic and available yeah, you when think I you sleep. look like a princess don't you I do what do I look like when I sleep I like an angry old man <laughs> you're like <laughs> very that so you, yeah irrational fear shit in the bed any more rational fears you've got because I know I've got some um, you know sometimes when I get really t- tired I get voices in my head and they oh. kind of freak me out a little bit. That's not uh, an irrational fear. That is like, that needs <laughs> like I feel like I can hear people. I'm being serious. That needs a fucking diagnosis, babe. No, it doesn't. It's not harming anyone. Babe. You don't know. Babe. This is about irrational babe. fears, such as shit in the bed or yeah, but the UK baddie might come and get us. It's irrational to think that there's voices in your head, so it's an irrational fear. Work. Can I tell you one of mine? Yeah. I think I spoke about this before. Yes. Um, you know what it is, don't you? What is it? Tell everyone. Pterodactyls. What about them? You think that pterodactyls will, which is a prehistoric dinosaur, you feel that they will come out of the sky and come and get you? Well, I don't know if they come and get me, but I feel like they might crash into the window. And like, oh my God, you made me fucking jump, you bastard. <laughs> they did say this episode would be spooky. Yeah. God, that really shit me up. Um, yeah, I do believe that... We haven't got rid of pterodactyls or some form of massive bird that will one day crash into our windows and get us. See, in my mind, theoretically, bringing back pterodactyls is completely possible. Excuse me? Yeah, like, if they get their DNA and if they can, like... I think I think a lot of that type of science is stopped because of ethics. But I'm sure it's purely plausible. Oh, my God, have I not shared this with you? No, you I'm look shook. You look so scared. <laughs> Do you know what? I manifest this shit. No, this isn't a manifestation, but I've, it's my fault. Yeah, if they have pterodactyl DNA, um, and because think about it, they're, um, they've committed to bringing mammoths back. That is so true. How do from you feel extinction. about that? I'm so happy. Woolly mammoths. Because elephants are my favourite animal, and this is a variation of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to the return of the mammoth. Um, so why not pterodactyls? Because like they'll get us. How big are they? They're huge, aren't they? I don't think they're particularly big. I think well, they just look menacing. Oh no, but bitch, bitch. There is this one bird, which was like the largest bird that ever lived. And it walked on its wings. As in like, when it would land, its wings would fold up. And it was able to use its wings to walk or Maybe something. Maybe I have issues with just birds then. Maybe I'm just, because they just fly around and they might just get you. And like, they're very like there. And like, yeah. you, don't know, you don't know their next move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I'm sure there were more menacing birds than, um, than pterodactyls. I'll tell you one irrational, uh, one fear that I don't have that literally half the world has is sharks. Is it because of the likelihood? Because you're a statistics science based person, aren't you? Yeah, well, I mean, now with global warming and stuff, it's pushing sharks left, right, and center. Like, wildlife is pretty much at our doorstep now. 
But um, I don't get scared of sharks. I think they're so cute. Oh my god! How many of them are killer though? The killer sharks are killer. I don't know. I mean, they're wild animals. I, I think it's quite spooky, a large. Spooky. It's quite a large species, but the I don't I don't know what they're called. The killer ones, but um, could David Attenborough tell us a bit about them? Yeah, probably, but I I don't know. Like I I don't fear them, you know, because Jaws really ruined it for people, didn't it? I love how it's like. Can David Attenborough tell us something? Like you're meant to be spooky now, bitch. Oh, sorry. Say that again. Say that can again. Can David Attenborough tell us something about the sharks? Oh, hello, me Hassan. It is me, David Attenborough, and I am talking from the beyond. What's your question, my boy? Can you tell us a bit about the dangers of shark and like sharks and like the risk attached to them? Oh, I think the only risk a shark has is when it encounters succulent meat, such as that on your bones, you sexy South Asian. Mm. Okay, I think it's time for you to leave, darling. Can you put your dick in my mouth? Go <laughs> That's me choking on your bollocks. Okay, I, I'm scared. Oh, uh, sorry, I just had to go and get some water. What happened? Oh my God, David Attenborough was really rude to me. Oh, why would you he say? He was like, can I suck on your dick and shit? Do you know what? Get it whilst you can is no, what I say. No, no, David Attenborough, spooky ooky. Old and David in his defense, he did ask. Yeah, but I didn't consent. And then he didn't do it, did he? I don't know what happened. Okay. Anyway, we're going to move on. Anyway, so um, rational fears. What are rational fears? Do you think you've got any rational fears? Actual genuine fears? Something that really freaks me out, um, and I've been thinking about it more and more and more, and I really don't want to, is um, understanding the concept of religion in terms of justifying its existence. Oh, you went there. If we... Yeah, it's, this freaks me out. This is the real ooky spooky Halloween, guys. Because if you agree... That religion is man-made and it's made in order to understand what goes on in the universe. Mm -hmm. Then when you look at it from a scientific point of view, there is certain intertwinement in the sense that where did we come from, right? So where and, and it freaks you the fuck out, like oh girl, don't you do this to me right now? I did not see this coming. <laughs> I've been I was sitting like, this on this for days. Spooky, spooky. Oh bitch, I've been I have been coughing and tossing and turning all night. I have had time to think about this. Tell like, a bit more about it though. So like, okay, fine. We're we're um, we're part of an evolutionary process, and that's how you know we ended up as evolved species and evolved human beings. Then. Um, you know, we're part of the solar system. And then beyond the solar system, we're part of um, uh, the Milky Way galaxy. And then we're part of multiple uh, galaxies. There's literally millions and trillions in the universe. Now, the universe all started with one Big Bang. It was a really dense uh, amount of substance or whatever that because it was so I think because it was so dense it just exploded and it expanded and expanded expanded and it continues to expand or or something anyway and then it all cooled down but then what was before the big bang right but the theory is that all time and space is contained within the universe from within the big bang so technically nothing could have existed before the big bang because 
before the Big Bang, there was no such thing as time and space. And how did the Big Bang happen? But that's the thing, though. Then it makes you think, well, is it an in? And then I think to myself, well, how will the universe end then? And there's so many theories, and the nobody and nobody knows. But this is the thing, though, because currently everything's expanding. Global warming. And it's cooling. No, no, no. Well, that's just on Earth level. I'm talking universe. Okay. And like, you know, technically everything's cooling um, because the the universe is expanding. Or I believe now we've reached some sort of equal, equilibrium. But then what if the universe expands and then it reaches some sort of extent that it cannot expand anymore and then it just collapses in on itself? And then it Just turns like with a single click, and then it goes back to being that dense ball that it was right at the beginning, and then it expands again. And what if it's just an infinite cycle of big bangs and going back to point zero? And that kind of links in with like Hinduism, where they believe that there's a god that uh, you know came from an egg, I believe, and you know it was an intense headache or something like that and it created the world and then they will destroy everything and it will go back to that. And I found those two links really, really, really interesting. But then also, you know, um, Hindu in Hindu, Hinduism, they believe in reincarnation. Now, I don't believe in reincarnation, but clearly my life has been influenced by my ancestors and to a certain extent I carry the burden of my ancestors living right and then you think okay well how am I going to deal with all of this and therefore you pursue happiness and you pursue pleasure don't you Mm -hmm. I mean that's not the only reason why but you know for me I'm like okay you know life is to be lived and you want to live happy and blah 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 but then in Hinduism they also have a concept of moksha which is basically um, reaching a level of enlightenment whereby you break free from the constant constant cycles of death and rebirth. And I thought to myself, how, what a beautiful concept. Because we're living and then their part of it is a headache and then you die. And then it's like, but if you believe in reincarnation, you're just constantly recycled. And how amazing would it be to just break away from all of that? I'm so sorry I asked you this question. Isn't it wild, though? It's so freaky. It's freaky. I'm lost. This is a real Halloween, girl. This is a real Halloween. When you start deep in all that shit, it gets fucked up in your head. What if there's been other Big Bangs before? We don't even know. Well, what if there's other parallel universes? But then also, you know, we only can see the universe as much as uh, we can see the observable universe. Apparently, the vast majority of the universe we actually cannot observe because of our position in terms of where we're at in Earth, on Earth. Wow. It's wild. Like, so but, what are you scared of then? But then, but, but that's the thing though. But then like, I'm scared. What I'm scared of is not knowing the unknown. Not oh, knowing what the unknown so it's a is. Not knowing. Yeah, I, and it's not even being scared. It's that discomfort of not knowing what the unknown is, and then in order and knowing to explore, that you might never know, and knowing that I will may potentially never know, or knowing that I may know it, but I will in this life never know that I knew what I know. Ooh, unagi, it's crazy. But then roll. this is a reason why religion potentially was born to sort of help understand those unknown questions and put it to some divine entity, so that you know you're almost absolved of thinking about those it things. It, it just it. it makes it easier, exactly. But then then you know the weak part of my brain is like, oh well, maybe that is the answer then, and it's like, well, no, it's not. Well, obviously we know it's not, but it's like it's crazy, it's wild. But then I was going to bring another point as well. 
just with another thing that freaked me out. This actually did freak me out, right? Was that like, the earth is so nice and it's beautiful and it's unique and we don't know any other planet on the world that's like this. There's some that are possibly... Any other planet on the world? Uh, any other planet <laughs> in the universe that's like this. I mean, you know, theoretically it's possible that there are others like this and blah, blah, blah. But none are like this. And then I think to myself, okay, there's, so there's two points. The first is I think to myself, okay, well, if they're saying that theoretically it's possible to have another earth, then like in the Quran it has a concept of heaven. What if heaven is just another earth? And what if when we die here, we get transported to another solar system in another universe? What if that is what the game the is? is? we're here, what if we live forever? But yeah, and then, and no, exactly. That's what I mean. And so maybe what if um, the ultimate goal, goal is to break free from living ever or something? But then another thing that freaks me out is, um, okay, this, like I said, this earth and planet is everything amazing and beautiful, yada, yada, yada. But... Um, now this theories or there's things that they've observed where there's like entire asteroids made out of diamonds or like there's this one planet that's all water and it's like trillions of gallons of water on it. Um, and you know, you've got X, Y, and Z planets with this type of soil and it's toxic and this is not toxic. And I saw, um, videos of the moon landing, not the moon landing, but subsequent ones. And there was an astronaut on a on a row on a vehicle just driving around the moon and i was like that's it and that freaked me out it's like the technological marvel of getting to the moon and we got to the moon and yada 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 but it's just an, well, what can you do there it's just a deserted um rock with dust on it like how long can you spend there what can you do no but it's like it's like oh is that what other asteroids and planets are like? I have no idea where this is going. I'm scared. And that's what's, that's what's scary. That's what's scary because, you know, they constantly push NASA and stuff in order to um, uh, encourage and um, mold the minds of youngsters. But then sometimes when I break it down, I'm like, oh, but there's nothing out there. Yeah, I, I always believe we need to explore our Earth more. Yeah, you you've always said that. You know, we we live here. There's so much here to explore. Yeah. It's it's wild, but isn't it wild? Isn't that free? Isn't that a freaky trip that I've taken you on? Yeah. Are you spooked out? Or are you spooked out? I don't know. I'm spooked in and out. Mm. Very that. What about you? What are your fears made out of? What do you think? Um, I don't know if I've got many fears. No, um, I think a fear is of getting to an old age. And not have like done or achieving what I sort of wanted to do. Yeah. You know, like being 18, looking back at my life and be like, oh, okay. So you didn't do that and you didn't do this and you didn't live here and you didn't do that. And I think that's, that's a fear of mine of not, um, not being satisfied when I die. But, is, but how will you be satisfied then? Will satisfaction come from doing all the things that you want to do? Or will satisfaction come from knowing that you may not be able to do everything that you want I to do? I don't know. I just want to be satisfied mm. when I die. And it's just like, you know, I want to get to an old age and be like, you know, when I when, when it's ready, when it's my time, I'm like, I did did what I need to do. I made some sort of a difference. I did something, you know, um, and I'm happy regardless of, you know, how my life's gone on the bad things and everything. I'm happy. And that is a fear because it's like, 
you know, you're getting older and you're getting older and it's like, oh my God, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. This stuff that I want to achieve or places I want to live or places I want to see. And, but that's all in my power hmm. as well. That's in my power. And I need to, you know, make sure I make that. So what is satisfaction happen. in your mind? Peace. Like being satisfied is like peace and harmony. I have a way of satisfying off, you. Get out. No. David's dead. That's doing bomb stuff. Okay, bye. David's dead. Sorry. Um, what was going on? Um, thanks for that, Sir David Attenborough. Um, it's really difficult to explain. It's it's like a feeling and it's like a knowing feeling of like, I'm sure some people listening might be able to relate. Like, you know that, you know, cards are being dealt to you in your life, but you know mm. that you are sort of in control and you've got to make decisions and you've got to do things to ensure that you achieve or you do what you need to do and live your truth, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I live my truth now, which I'm very happy about. But now I'm like, okay, now I'm in a place where I can live my truth and I'm doing my thing. Where can I take it? You know, where can I take it? What can I do in my life? What What's out there? You know, when you when you grow up in a small town and you're in such a bubble, and when you get out of that and when you start living your truth, you see there's so much you can do. Yeah. And it's like when I'm old and, re- and, oh, and I'm ready to, like, just sit, which I don't know if that'll ever happen. Sitting um, is the new smoking, I want I'm to just look saying. back and be like, yeah, bitch, we did that. Do you know what I mean? Spooky. <laughs> Sorry with this cough and cold Doing situation. what you want to do. You know, and I guess that, that's sort of um, where, where am I? It's not a long-winded answer like yours, babe. Hey, I took y'all on a journey and you're welcome. That we, was really interesting. You took us on a journey and we cried and we laughed and we had moments. We did. We most certainly did. Also, do you know what um, freaks me out? is um, the very fragile equilibrium we have between survival and society. Work? Because, right, thanks for asking me to elaborate on this point. (laughs) Because, like, and the pandemic really tested it in a way. Because it's like everyone gets along with each other and loves each other and positivity and everything, right? And we follow a certain set of rules in order to maintain a status quo, right? Peace times, as they like to call it. But then what happens when we just decide that that is not what we want anymore? We don't want that status quo. And you always, obviously you have uprisings here and there, but what if it was just a global thing where we were oh, like... We all go crazy protesting shit. Where we were just like, I don't care about technology. I don't care about... Um, a sales target I don't care about working I don't care about living in a fancy apartment I don't care about gas and electricity I don't give a shit I'll just burn a tree and I'll stay warm and I'll do whatever the fuck I want or I don't care about being neighborly I'll just kill them and I'll occupy their place if I want to like what if we became really like primal like I that. hope not because I can't be asked with the drama. No, do you know what I mean? Like it's just too much. Do you know too much paperwork? Do you know, especially as a gay, it's too much drama. Also, no more paperwork then. But yeah, no, it is. No, but could you imagine? And that would be freaky. I'm scared now. And then this is what. Well, this was the whole idea was to freak you out. But like, and in a way, I feel like that's the inspiration for zombies because zombies are humans, but they have they they have absolute no conscience. A hundred percent. Um, which I always find really, really interesting. And and that was my fear with the pandemic, which 
apparently is subsiding, but it depends what happens when this episode comes out because our cases are going high again. But I did feel like at one point, and I do regret how politicized the pandemic became. Oh, of fucking hell, man. And, you know, just how involved I was as well. I wish I didn't watch any of the news, honestly. But in what a way, done, but it was a global thing. It was a national thing. It was a global thing. You practically couldn't avoid it. Um, but what um, was worrying was the number of variants that were coming out in terms of the variants of interest. Because obviously you're going to get hundreds and if not thousands of variants. But well, you really we, want to scare our listeners today, don't you? Well, it's a Halloween special. But then I think to myself, and my colleague was talking about this, they said, that's what viruses do. They continue to replicate and change. And what if we reach a point where the vi- the virus is just too clever and it has replicated to a point where we do not have the resource or the technology and the know-how to combat it. And then it's just the downfall of society where we just start dropping like flies and then we just start turning on each other. We just become hostile towards each other because we are all in complete panic and survival mode. And that's why when I see these small little skirmishes like, oh, you know, supply chain is an issue. People are stockpiling fuel and loo roll and all sorts. And, you know, they're um, the... Uh, Prime Minister and the briefings are like, you know, we're at risk of the NHS being overwhelmed and we're pr- all reaching capacity. I'm like, my God, how fragile and frail it all is. Of course. And I'm like, I was in Aldi today and I was like, oh, baby, even though the pizza's out of the freezer, there's hardly anything. It was like Aldi was like dead yeah. and it had a big sign up like, sorry, like, you know, the, the stuff not here uh, due to recent situations or something like that. Really? Well, and apparently it's a global thing, you know. We've compounded it through Brexit. Um, but apparently it's a national thing. It's a global thing. Um, supply shortages are everywhere. But I was reading that we've got it worse. Yeah, because of Brexit. Yeah, that's why. Uh, and shit, trade d- deals. Apparently we've signed a trade deal with New Zealand um, that <laughs> all in all will shrink our economy by 0.01%, uh, which is like, how is that a good trade deal? Spooky business I decisions. I came into this episode like, this is going to be a nice, cute, short episode, everyone. We're going to have a bit of fun. And I'm scared. Are you, are you actually? No, I'm just not thinking. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for that. I've learned a lot this episode. Oh, good. Well, this is really, really nice. If you do, do you want to sound the episode off with something funny? By the way, your phone case looks really nice. Is it the same one? It's haggard. No, as in at the front, sorry, the screen. Yeah. Is it new? No, it's not new. You, you, you know, because you're the one that does it. Mine's haggard compared to yours. Yeah, but I don't know, babe. That's just me, isn't it? Anyway. Any hoes will be. This we'll has been leave fun. you with... Armour will sing out. Oh, my God. You're so amazing at transitions. I don't give a shit. What do you want me to say? I'm just really hungry right now. All right, okay. Um. Well, look, thank you very much, guys, for listening. <laughs> Pumpkin, ghost... Witches, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you have a wonderful Halloween. Go out, spook. When in doubt, spook people out. Yeah. Shall we just take a little break for you to eat, and then I want to talk about um something before we sound stuff off. Okay. Which, which is our looks. Okay, sure. That we did. Okay, we're gonna take a little break, and we will be right back. And we are back. How was your food? It was gorgeous. It was delicious. You do sound a little bit fuller. Yes, me. Oh, I like you, fool. I could fill you up. <laughs>
Mm. Fuck off, David. Okay. Anyway. David's dead now, everyone. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, before we go, I just wanted to briefly talk about our Halloween looks. Thank you very, very much, everyone, for your positivity and your support. We decided to go as pigs this year, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Tell everyone about it. I just wanted to go as a pig. Why? I don't know. Pig was just in my head for the longest time. Haram. And um, in the summer when they were doing the um, catch-up nights at Cruise 101, like New Year's night and Halloween, about one after the other, I really wanted to um, uh, take Bushra out as a pig in a sari. And it, the idea just kind of stemmed from that, to be honest with you. And, and I realized that idea was stupid. And then I was like, do you know what? We should, um, you know, Bushra's an arsehole, but we should um, go as pigs. And there, is, and there is a political statement in there somewhere, somehow, which I don't care to explain. Y'all so need to figure that out. Y'all need to figure that out. But yeah, the pigs are here and... Uh, they're queer. They were, they're here, they're queer. Well, and they're, they're causing mischief in that wheel, aren't mischief. they? They are. They're, they're drinking your food. They're going into your stuff. Jumping they're wreaking the havoc. Beds. They're jumping on the beds. They're, they're scaring and spooking and inconveniencing your life and your, your home. Blood and cuts on their faces. Yeah, they're they are um, you know savages. They're beasts, um, and uh, they're in suits. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> if you haven't seen, go over to our Instagram. You don't love me, boys. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, I think it's very appropriate given. Um, just where our Great Britain is these days. Oh, so, Child. Yeah, it was just our thing. And, and you know, it's our humorous take on it. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you very much, everyone, for your support. And uh, we love you lots. But you don't love, love me. me. Ookie spooky space. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. Follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. Follow us also on Twitter at YDLMBoys. And you can also email us on you don't love me boys at outlook.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.